om at lade mig tage din hånd Og lade mig føre dig væk Hvis du vil lave det om Hvis du vil holde mig til Må jeg se dig før Var du bange for mig Der var koldt og mørkt, men bare ved tanken bliver varmt. Hvorfor vil du nu ikke snakke med mig? Du var jo tørst i går. Jeg var barn, så var det dig, der kom med for. Hvorfor vil du nu ikke snakke med mig? Du var jo tørst i går. Da jeg var barn, så var det dig, der kom med for Du kom med for Hvad hvis vi var bare på vej til det land, du kendte til? Hvis det var sol frem for regn Kunne vi så mødes igen Glasset det var fyldt fra start Der var mere end vi skulle bruge Troen på vi mødes snart Vejen frem til at give mig ro Vil du nu ikke snakke med mig? Du var jo tørst i går Jeg var barn, så var det dig, der kom med for Hvorfor vil du nu ikke snakke med mig? Du var jo tørst i går Jeg var barn, så var det dig, der kom med for Du kom med for Du 
Welcome to Gimli Talks. I am Cameron, and I am sitting here with Matthias and Jacob of Smootston. Thank you for coming, and thank you for coming to the episode two. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you for playing just a set not that long ago. And I just kind of want to start off with uh, what's been going on with you guys. Yeah. Um, of course, COVID had uh, has uh, set like a. Uh, a barrier for us in our concert live performances yeah but um aside from that uh we uh, just played a concert in the uh, cathedral which was amazing yeah yeah no. it was awesome would highly recommend to watch because yeah, i watched that la uh, this morning and i was very very impressed and still impressed that you were able to like pull that off thank you well we like it wasn't just us we had a fantastic like yeah uh, team of, of people helping us just setting up cameras and sounds and and they all did that like just um for free which just was like amazing uh and i think i think like despite covid i think everything like it's it has actually been going really really well for us like the cathedral is one example of that but like we've had so many opportunities for like a lot of things and we've got mm. into contact with a really talented sound engineer as well who, who's going to mix and produce uh, some of our tracks or and help with a lot of things um so i don't know i despite COVID, i feel like we're really going at this very moment yeah it's um, been really inspiring to be on this uh like happy wave of good things happening to us like out of nowhere yeah it's been uh it's been a good year or at least a good start not nah, I'm here from uh, for Smutstein. Yeah, nice. Uh, new material, yeah, kind of in the works at the moment. Just because of I mean, we've been working on an album for a very, very long time. Two and only, years. Yeah, and only recently has it has it like really picked up some speed. Um, so it's hopefully hopefully coming out this summer. It if is coming out this summer. If everything, <laughs> if hopefully, um, yeah, but definitely. <laughs> um definitely coming out this summer uh which we're very very excited about no i'm i'm excited to hear that actually because you got two singles currently on spotify yeah that i noticed and then you have a few youtube live shows yeah mm -hmm. as well as that cathedral show which is 40 minutes long and uh i'm gonna pivot real quick because i'm gonna ask a very conventional but uh very weighted question and it's the origin story of you both so uh what i want to start with is uh how did you guys meet and then uh, follow-up is, why did you end up uh, come to the conclusion that you guys want to start a band together? Well, the, those two are kind of the same story. Yeah. Because we met uh, first day in our class in, in high school. Um, very first day, we met and... Just started talking. Started, started talking. And we found out, like, we both play guitar. We both write a, a few songs here and there and we both like some like um the same kind of of music mostly um and so and that was the very very first time we met we already found these things that we had in common and um 
it just took off from from that day like we we had this uh, great connection between us and we really vibed together <laughs> and uh, and then i think um maybe a month or two later we uh, i i was at your home uh and we were just jamming over some chords and uh jamming some lyrics and uh, decided uh well maybe we should just start a band yeah because you had you had a bunch of songs uh written already mm. because you're that's just what you do you, you you write songs all the time and then i i came in and i knew a thing or two about production i could make some beats i could uh you know i and i had some gear to record some some scratch vocals or or whatnot he had the chops he could play guitar and he could sing and i had something else to bring to the table so we both knew different things and we both like uh had different abilities that kind of just like clicked I th yeah i think i think that the the thing that kept us going was that we uh was and still is i am at least really inspired by each other and uh and really um like um look forward to meeting each other every day that we uh plan on uh recording music or writing songs or just sitting down for beer or what's not uh, so yeah, yeah. Now that is a f actually a very strong start, I would have to say. And I want to follow that up with is uh, I, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, your genre tends to be indie folk. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Why yeah. that genre? I just, for me at least, it's uh, it's the music I uh, enjoy writing and playing myself it's not particularly the 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 music i listen to um that's more of a pop genre i i listen to but um it's the it's the music that i enjoy listening to and enjoy um just floating away in a dream too i love the genre because it's so intimate i prefer my to listen to my music in headphones uh mm. and go on walks and when i do that like just this um there, the, this intimacy about about folk and this storytelling that's that that comes with it that's just appealing, and also because like I go on walks a lot, and uh, one of the things that that has taught me is to to make you know multiple voice to sing in multiple voicings and to 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 sing, which is something with, that we, we we've done a lot from the get go. Um, that he sings a line and I sing like a third. I sing harmony to to what he does, mm -hmm. and I've learned that from just like r going around with headphones and like trying like li finding like uh, a Bon Iver song and then just singing harmony to whatever I'm listening to uh, in my headphones. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I, that's a very complicated way of explaining <laughs> why I I enjoy indie folk. Uh, I come from a place where indie is very popular. It's a ever-growing genre, and you will find too many bands that fit there. I always described uh, folk as like the storytelling genre, mm. which I think is quite incredible. And that's where it's, it can resonate in so many different ways. The lyrics play such a pivotal role for mm. why some people listen to folk. It's so unpolished and in a way to be uh, a creative in a um, non-restricting way mm -hmm. uh, for me, yeah. And just when it comes to your writing process, because you guys both sing and harmonize with each other, and sometimes you take the lead, and then you also take the lead. 
if I can get a bit of a background on when it comes to the writing process, do you kind of like take hold of like, hey, I have something I want to say and these are the lyrics that I want to write with it or is it just a collaboration between you two? Or is it like a bit of both? Um, I would say it's a bit of both. Uh, I uh, have written most of the songs that we play. Um, uh, I just think that... Um, I think the reason for that is that I uh, tend to write when I am alone. Uh, and we don't set much time aside to uh, just get down to work and, and write a song together. Um, which uh, uh, we should really do because we did it one time and it turned out to be really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the writing process is uh, I have a feeling. I notice that I have a feeling and I... I start playing some chords on my guitar or my piano and um just trying to make the 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 feeling um shine through the lyrics and the chords. Yeah. So does it kind of and this is where I, I get really excited to kind of see the creative process. Do you just base it off of a feeling or do you kind of project it into maybe some kind of fantasy? of like you're creating this scenario and writing the story and the script, or uh, is it just based off of your experiences and you kind of derive it from there? Definitely uh, a mix of uh, everything you just said. Um, sometimes it's, uh, I've had a very specific experience and I try to diminish it to like one song. Um, other times I, uh, I've had part of an experience uh, and I try to um, create a universe or uh, a story around that experience or part of uh, that experience. And um, I don't write too many songs, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Math Math Matthias does most of most of the writing, but there was this one time where I had this one line, this one line, and this these like three chords. Mm -hmm. that I really liked, but I didn't know at all what it meant. Which is kind of the opposite of, like, I didn't have a feeling, I didn't have an experience. You didn't have a off. feeling? No, I just had, uh, like, a, a couple of words that I really liked. It was one sentence. And we sat down and we wrote, like, one of the, the greatest songs that I have ever um, been, like, that I have ever contributed to writing. One of the greatest songs on our future album, <laughs> I would say. Can I ask what that line was, or is that having to? Be uh, under that wraps? line was "Elting in a samstil," which means uh, everything ends in the same place. Um, and I didn't know what that meant at the time. I do now, or at least I've found meaning in it. Mm -hmm. But at at the time, I didn't know at all what it meant. Um, uh, we 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 found metaphors that we didn't really know what meant. Say formula, but like that, that that way of writing just flipped on its head. Where we you start with like a thing, and then you find feeling and and mood and uh, meaning afterwards. So, and and that tends to be generally how I how I do writing, whether that's making a beat or uh, lyrics or whatever. So I think we, we kind of we do it in different ways. Yeah, I also think that one of one of the great uh, uh, things about uh, 
that song in particular is that we got to have the same experience as the audience uh, would have when we play a new song, uh, uh, like discovering what does this mean for us. Um, uh, whereas when I write a song, I know from the beginning what is this song going to be about. Um, I don't get the same um, the same chance to uh, to discover the lyrics uh, in the way that an audience would. Yeah. Uh, are you guys familiar with the quote? It's uh, Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters, who was also in Nirvana. He said, one thing that I enjoy so much is when I'm in front of a crowd singing a song, I have my own interpretation of the lyrics because I wrote them. Hmm. But then there are thousands of people who have their own interpretation of the lyrics, all sharing this one moment together. But there's all these different perspectives. And even when it came to like Paul McCartney, you know, from the Beatles, he used to just write, I don't remember what song it was. I think it was maybe Blackbird or something like that. And he's like, I was just trying to pay the bills. But now it's just like this song that like started a revolution with yeah. like civil rights. And it's surreal to kind of see where it can go. So it can come from just wanting to like get food on the table and then it can be this monstrous thing over, over time. And uh, I do have a question when it comes to the origin though, is uh, the name. Uh, Smootstein. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very defining story for for us. Um, we uh, had our first gig. We played uh, support for uh, a band also here in, in Roskilde. Basel. Uh, the B side. The B side. Great guys, by the way. Yeah. If I can if I can plug that, they're so kind. I gotta say. They are, and very good friends of us. Uh, uh, but uh, they had uh, asked us to play before them. At the time, the band name was just Jacob and Matthias, and they didn't like it. Neither did we. <laughs> yeah, they 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 told they told us afterwards like you guys need to find a name because Jacob and Matthias just it doesn't doesn't cut it. No. Um, so what we did was we like it was the next day or something. Yeah, it was the next day. The day after, we went. Uh, uh, we sat down in in, in a garden. And drank some beers, um, and just like tried to figure out a name, and just for fun, we started out with um, uh, like like one of the, the the big ones. Like we we started off with just Rolling Stones, and like oh, wouldn't it be fun <laughs> if we called ourselves the Rolling Stones? And um, then we just like got off on a tangent yeah. and um, started mixing it up like. What if what if what if the stones didn't didn't roll? What if we threw them? Yeah, and throwing stones, throwing stones, the throwing stones, yeah. throwing mm. stones, and then all of the, I I said just like in the same like just very quickly, uh, skipping stone. And keep in mind, we we did this in English also when we sat in the garden. Yeah, yeah, we because said only English names because we were rolling stones, and then and then translated it smooth stain, and it just clicked. Yeah, like. Immediately, yeah, it was just like it. It felt like us. It had uh, the yeah. name Smootstein, like skipping stone sk or skipping stones. Like that can be both singular and plural. So we could be talking both about one stone or both of us as skipping stones met met metaphorically. Interesting. Uh, it had nature in it, which was mm. we we really liked because I, I, like indie folk and folk music in general has this 
especially especially modern folk has this very strong connection to nature mm-hmm. so earthy, it, in a way. yeah really yeah. like very earthy and like we had the like the ocean and like this this connection to nature was in the name there and we googled it and nobody else was called anything like it and it was really amazing that we just sat in the garden and like for fun just made this up we didn't think of this like uh, over several weeks like oh trying to theory craft what's the best the best name no no we we just found it and i think that's why we're like i'm super proud of that name because it's so personal both because of how we came up with it but also just because of what it is um so yeah i love that name no i love the story behind it and the fact that these things or so many different pronunciations of yeah. that band. I'm just going to butcher it, it with my American b <laughs> But, yeah, they'll correct me on it. Uh, when did that actually happen? Because you guys have been active for about a year now, or is it hidden over a year? It's, it's probably, hidden over a year. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we pl- uh, the, the concert we played f- support for the B-side, we, uh, it's uh, one and a half year ago, yeah. maybe a little more. Um, but we had played uh, and written songs, played concerts, uh, I don't know, for two years together now. Yeah. But, but I think the reason why this concert in, uh, specifically is the start of our band is because around that time we went to, I, I brought my gear to, like we, we, we sat down and decided we're going to record this song, which at, at the time was Rings of Fire, because... Yeah, it was a good. It was a very good song at the time. Um, so, and that's why I think that was the beginning because mm. that was that was the thing that happened that pushed us into releasing, actually starting to to release some music uh, publicly. I think we we decided not to collaborate but to create something together. Yeah, yeah. We we, we went we, from we, yeah yeah we I went s- from from two separate uh, artists. To becoming one singularity, basically. <laughs> yeah, if I can uh, just kind of put my opinion on it, because you guys do harmonies together, a I see that as a challenge, you know, because like especially Not at the beginning. Not with Jacob. Yeah, that there is uh, like he a hive has, mind a little bit between. He you has two. hit every harmony since we started playing together, every single time, perfectly, and I don't know how. <laughs> Oh, I, you just got someone that has good rhythm and can kind of catch on to it, or it creates the rhythm and it just happens so um, naturally between you two. And that is sometimes hard to find, you know, uh, especially with the fact that you guys play so often together and can kind of make that work. And I was told, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that when it comes to your lyrics, they tend to revolve around love songs. Yeah, it is love. Well, not love songs, but like love is missing. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's a, uh, whether that's breakup or it's, uh, you know, being in love, it's, it's, our, our, our songs often revolve around the, the longing for love, uh, in any way, shape or form. Uh, so, so that's, that's what most of our songs revolve around, um. I don't know. Do you know why that is? I don't know. <laughs> is, I, is there I, something <laughs> deeper that we need to uncover? I think, uh, for me at least, uh, when I write songs, um, I get the strongest feeling uh, from 
uh, yeah, things that revolve around um, me either missing love, longing for love, um, being in love. You know, it, I I just get this the strongest uh, attachment to that to those lyrics when it's uh, I I wrote a song about my father once, um, uh, and uh, the lyrics got over how. Um, he uh, was a big part of my life uh, when I was born and the years following. And then uh, um, he stepped out a little bit and uh, came back into my life. I, I just didn't feel the same um, the same tension mm-hmm. in the lyrics as I did when I wrote a song by, about my ex-girlfriend. And that's... See, the thing when it comes to like love, it can be such a broad thing because love is one of the most powerful and things to chase after. And it can be one of the most destructive right and folk does have like a melancholy vibe and you could agree or disagree it depends on the artist yeah and heartbreak is ah some of my favorite songs are about <laughs> heartbreak i'm not gonna lie and unknowingly too because like i'll listen to it and i'll just be within the rhythm of it and just love the writing just by the instruments but then realize that it's a song about heartbreak and you may not even pay attention to it but uh, I think that's kind of where things can be more pronounced is if it is derived from an experience in that way. I've seen even close friends of mine that are songwriters where that is always the origin they go back to is that they'll drive it from there and putting it into words can be somewhat therapeutic and that's kind of where it resonates with other people as well as that everyone can kind of share in that idea. And I think that's incredible and especially the guys, you guys are telling your side of it and your interpretation of it is, is really cool. And I mean, you did it here at Gimlin. And wasn't your first show, is it hitting a year now when it came to? Was it back in January? Was your first show at Gimlin? Yes. Oh. We, we played. Uh, yeah, that was January, wasn't it? How was it like coming to this, uh, this bar and being able to play here? And um, kind of experiencing it for the first time? Because it's an international bar in Riskild. Yeah. And it tries to bring an international audience so. I think the th- the first time we played on the uh, stage, which which was uh, like um, like Smutstein is coming to play at Gimler, mm-hmm. uh, was um, a bit frightening because it was our first uh, concert for for an audience whom we hadn't uh, uh, played for. I don't I don't know. Um, uh, like we was hired to come play here. Uh, and it was really cool and really nerve-wracking. Um, it's definitely a different experience playing here. Uh, yeah. we, we played, like, how many times have we played, like, an actual concert here? Two, twice, right? Twice, yeah. Yeah, twice. But, and and every time, like, I play here, I, I get this, the, uh, it feels like it, it's easier to connect with, uh, with yeah, the audience. It's much more including. Yeah, yeah it's, it's much easier to connect with the audience mm. just because there is this... Um, this bar and people that uh, that people are like just sitting down and drinking or eating, like the, it's very inviting, and it's very easy. Just like when we say things to the audience, we get more responses when playing here than anywhere else. Also, when uh, like the last concert we played, uh, when we played uh, here at Gimle, uh, we we knew some of the guys who were standing in the bars or. Uh, and and we knew a lot of the uh, guys in the audience, um, 
and uh, when I go on stage, I tend to just lock down uh, from the audience and just enjoy myself. But last time was different uh, because I knew most of the guys in the cafe. Uh, and yeah, it, it was a really good concert. <laughs> yeah. And I really liked it. And we could, we could talk like directly to the audience and yeah. they would respond yeah. in, in ways that we can actually like, you know, respond back to. Like we can almost have a conversation in between the songs with the audience and that's just something I haven't experienced in the same way anywhere else. And I think that's a v- kind of a wonderful feeling because you really feel listened to in another way. When you play a song for like a, a a a big crowd or in some like real music venue or something, uh, yeah, you 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 finish a song and people shout and uh, applaud, but you can't talk to any of them. But you can hear. I think the most comfortable I've ever felt on stage was last time we played here, because of this. No, that's awesome. I, I gotta say, I think this is a place we're going back to, even if we bigger than we are now yeah don't forget your origins guys oh no we'll, yeah we'll don't forget where here. you came from <laughs> and i i would be a good uh transition in a way of what is the future of smoothstein like what if you guys had goals or anything in mind of where you'd like to go because you ended up playing the cathedral and uh you could still keep it maybe in that area or a little bit or because you have this folk identity revolved around the band that you could go to one of the national parks or do it outside or festivals like what would be the dream for where the band could go i don't know i would say having a good time every time i go on stage it doesn't have to be the orange scene on the festival uh it could easily just be here every friday i have had a dream for a while since i started playing music to um to uh, earn my life savings on music yeah and my songs um and i have also known for quite a while this is what i'm going to do for the rest of my life i don't know if it's going to pay the bills uh or if it's even going to be listened to but i know i'm going to do this for the rest of my life mm. I think the goal for now is just to get done with the album and have it out so that people can hear it. Um, that's the uh, that's the main goal. Kind of wish to expand my sound a bit outside uh, the indie folk uh, stuff because I, I I don't I don't care about money. I ju- I, ju- I just um, I really want to you know really do things that I'm proud of and hopefully make Smootstein my only project. That's that. That would be the best future for me. Uh, like have this one project where that fulfills me, and where I can like everything I know about music, whether that's uh, like making some crazy dubstep whoops, and then incorporating that in- into what Smutstein sounds like. Like mm-hmm. that's something I really, really want to explore. And um, and we're we're getting there with the album, with some of the recordings. We are. Like, <laughs> we're doing some hard, hard ass shit on that. Um, which will hopefully come out soon, and so so like it's only going up uphill. I every, got it. Every time we go into a studio or uh, before we play a concert, we have a talk, uh, just saying to each other, 
this is going to be fun. This is going to be good and we're going to enjoy it. And that's the only driving force I think is necessary for making something that we're proud of because uh, we, uh, yeah, you can't say we have uh, earned any money on this project yet. Um, not really, but uh, we're proud of what we're doing and it's fun. It's fun. It as a, if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I one thing that I enjoyed uh, going back to the cathedral show mm. is uh, you started on guitar and uh, you would then play the keyboards on the side. But then later in the show, like it was at some point, you were solely on the uh, uh, classical piano or something like that. I, I was saw it on the side. You were yes, yeah. and that was the transition. I'm like, hey. Like it's one thing to see some more experimenting when it comes to songwriting, and I think that's incredible as well. And when it comes to projects like this, you always find yourself, if you're always persistent, you'll find some very incredible personalities through it that you can resonate with, like B-Sidon, and as well as just the, the crew here at Gimla. And you will find yourself in some unexpected situations, and that's what makes life exciting and that carries you both in some way and you can always rely on each other to kind of see the direction that you want to go but it's always like wherever you choose to steer it and since you guys seem so aligned with it it's quite incredible to see and to just uh, witness especially if it's going uphill and you get to have that experimenting with each other so i just want to ask where people can find you uh through facebook youtube Are there yeah, any other on, platforms? on facebook and instagram uh just smutstein uh, spelled uh, S-M-U-T-S-T-E-N. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel where there's a bit more visual stuff. That's where the music videos and, and, and stuff are going to be going, but like any of these, like everything ends up every, everywhere, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Those three places is probably where you want to find us. Nice. That's perfect, guys. And uh, I just want to say thank you for coming and playing here, uh, especially during these times, and it's just appreciated. So it's been thank you. very exciting and a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, so what would be the song that you guys are going to be playing next? It's a song called uh, Tematsu Bay, Take Me Back. And... Um, it's a song about a breakup. Oh boy! Of course. <laughs> oh right. A real one or? A real one, yeah. Um, one of my breakups uh, in ninth grade. Wow! It's Did you get over it, or is this like lyrics that you've held on to for so long, and you're like, finally, it's, it's I can put this in a song? No, no, no. This song is like three three years old since you wrote it. It's right? It's very old, yeah. Um, still good though, but. Um, at least I think so. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun to play, and uh, yeah, it's a real story uh, about a real girl uh, that um, was my uh, girlfriend for a while, and uh, then I chose to break it up, um, and uh, I got the feeling that I had made a mistake. Um, I don't think it think it's unusual to have that feeling, but um, I did. And I wrote a song about it. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm probably gonna listen to it because I just did that <laughs> too. Yeah, oh man. 
yeah, interesting times. Cool. No, I'm excited to hear it, guys. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. Før vi ser det sidste farvel, lad mig se dig, jeg var en kæmpe nær. Håber på, du kommer hjem, men du gik hjemmefra. Håber stadig på, at du ved, fortryder hvert Hold om der på ingen spred, sidder i hvor vi gjorde Visdomsænder og sig, du langt om længe forlod Håbløsne, der intet skulle ske, slet ikke hvor vi stod Så bliver hvor du er 